Hi, welcome to Antone Knows. I'm your host, Antone. This is episode 36 of this great podcast. And we're starting again with Doctor Who. And we're back to the TARDIS. Matt Smith, part two. Now, Matt Smith was riding high on the, the wings of Doctor Who. Doctor Who had kind of lost its cult status at that time. Beforehand, Doctor Who was only on PBS, and people would talk about it every now and then, and that was about it. When I was a kid, we'd talk about Doctor Who. People would say, isn't that that silly show that's on PBS? And that was about it. Well, one day I was visiting New York with a friend of mine, and there I see Doctor Who on the TV when I was ordering a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Then I walk by and it's on a bus. So it had definitely lost its cult status by then, and it become a little more, as they say, mainstreamed. So let's start with the, this new season, and this new season involving River Song, a lot of people's favorite character. I don't care much for this character, but if you do, that's great. Uh, and so she, we find out a lot of secrets about her. So in this first story, The Impossible Astronaut, uh, the doctor looks like he's been killed by this mysterious uh, astronaut from the Apollo program that just rises out of this lake in, the U- in, in America and zaps him with a ray gun, and it seems that the doctor is dead. So it's up to Riversong, uh, Rory, and Amy. They all work together to find. They find the doctor, and in the second part, we go to the White House, and the doctor teams up with Richard Nixon, who gives him a FBI agent who helps them to defeat an alien presence called the Silence. They, they keep saying, the silence will fall, the silence will fall. So then the uh, doctor eventually sends a communique that as soon as anyone sees the silence, they should uh, eliminate them. And uh, I love the ending of this episode. Richard Nixon says to the doctor, will anyone remember me? And the doctor says, oh, tricky dicky, they will never forget you. So... Then we do more of a traditional story called Curse of the Black Spot. The Dr. Rory and Amy end up on a regular uh, sailing ship with a group of pirates. And anyone who gets this, like, uh, anyone who gets injured or anything, a black spot appears on them, and this mysteriously ghostly entity uh, appears. Rory eventually discovers, because he's a nurse, what this is all about. Uh, I love the pirate captain. He says, belay that, meaning like, don't do that. Like, stop that. Don't belay that order. Don't do not do that, carry out that order yet. It's uh, really cool. We do see them again in uh, another uh, story to the end, towards the end of the season. The Doctor's Wife, which was written uh, by uh, Matt... Uh, Neil Gaiman. Now, Neil Gaiman, if you don't know who Neil Gaiman is, he is one of the big premier sci-fi writers. He's a huge Doctor Who fan, and he also was a co-creator of The Sandman, which is a really, really famous uh, graphic novel that was written in the 1980s, uh, toward the end of the 80s and early 90s. He also wrote American Gods. He wrote a lot of other really famous stories. And here he wrote, he writes two Doctor Who's, and it was a real uh, big pleasure. He's a huge uh, fan. So in this story, more or less, in the essence, 
in just like one line, we see the essence of what Doctor Who is. So this uh, planet entity sends the Doctor a message to make it seem like it's the Time Lords that have sent him a message, but it wants the last remaining TARDIS. So it takes the TARDIS's uh, energy and puts it inside this young woman. And it wants the last TARDIS so it can travel from time and space and, and wreak havoc throughout the universe, I suppose. Great line here. He says to the Doctor, he goes, Fear me, I've killed many a time, Lord. And the Doctor says, Fear me, for I've killed them all. And uh, this girl says to him, he goes, he goes, I know you. You call me your old girl. He goes, he goes, you never took me where I needed to go. And she says, but I took you where you needed to be. The essence of the entire show, right there in one line. Okay? So, uh, poor Rory goes through the machine, basically. Gets torn to pieces, more or less, here. Uh, there's in one scene, he gets locked up in, inside the TARDIS, and it's just a image of the future. And he's like, I love Amy, and he's running around, freaking out, and then she finds him again, and he's, uh, what? What happened? It's really strange. Really great episode. It's really worth watching, so I think it's one of the best episodes of this season. Now, for since it's near Halloween, two real creepers. You could add this to your Halloween uh, uh, repertoire. Science fiction can be creepy, just as creepy as old haunted houses can be. So, in another two-parter, the Rebel Flesh and the almost people. In the Rebel Flesh, the Doctor, Rory and Amy, journey to a planet where there's this far-off space station. So there's uh, regular people, and there's these copies. But the idea of the of the copies, this uh, this device uh, thing, anything it comes in contact with, anything made of uh, flesh and bone, it can copy. And once it does, it basically becomes you. You are it. It is you. So uh, who are the copies and who are the clones? That's basically what happens in the almost people. So the doctor, and what's bad about what happens to these clones is they feel pain, and they also start to deteriorate after a certain amount of time. So then they're replaced by another group of clones. So that the space station is always running. So we go on from there. And then this all concludes with a good man goes to war. Because at the end of The Almost People, we find out about uh, uh, Amy is pregnant. Or is she? And uh, the doctor goes to war to rescue uh Amy, because she's been kidnapped by these group of soldier, these military guys, the headless monks, and these a group of aliens called the Silence. They all want to. They know that they have to bring down the Doctor. That's basically what they're going to do. Okay, and we're continuing. So I think they split the season in this part. We found out a lot about River Song. I won't tell you the big secret about her. I'll let you watch the episode for yourself. But in Let's Kill Hitler, we find out that we go back through time and 
river uh, regenerates. That's a clue. And she uh, goes to kill Hitler. And Roy and Amy uh, and the doctor have to stop her before she more or less changes all of history. That episode is probably the weakest of that of this season. Uh, in Night Terrors, we do more of a traditional story. I liked it better when they would just do the Doctor and Rory and Amy go to. So that's what exactly happens in this. They find they get a message from a young child, and it says, "Save me from the monsters." So the Doctor goes there, and they find this apartment building and this young uh, kid who may or may not be an alien. And he says, um, he, goes, you're, he, goes, you, uh, he goes, you're scared of monsters? And the doctor said, no, the monsters are scared of me. So like any mom or dad, when something scares a kid, they'll put it in the closet or in the cabinet. So like some kind of monster scares them, they'll put it in the cabinet. Don't, don't worry, it's locked up there. So he creates this world where everybody is turning into these giant dollies. And uh, the Dr. Ted says, you have to smash this. You have to. You've created this world and you have to smash it. So does he? Yes, of course he does. Ah, now, the girl that waited. You can also add this to the creepy file. This is a really creepy episode. Now... If time travel exists, and Einstein theorizes that time travel does exist in one way or another, if you could travel back in time with the Doctor, there are things that you might run into that would be considered very bad. So, when Amy steps through the TARDIS, she gets stuck in the one room with this planet that's been contaminated. So, the Doctor and, a- and Rory... They go back to the TARDIS, and now she's, in one world, she's stuck there for only two minutes. But then the doctor tries to go and save her. Time has passed, and now Amy is older, and she's become like a like a superhero. She kind of looks like uh, the heroine in Kill Bill. She's fighting robots with a big sword and everything. And they more or less promise her that they're going to take her home. They're going to bring her back to the TARDIS and everything like that. But the doctor realizes he can only rescue one of them. So it's really, really creepy. And the God Complex is another creepy one. In this story, we go to a hotel and people check in, but they don't check out for some reason. They see all the pictures of the people that have stayed there, including a Centauran. And for some reason, that every room holds your greatest fear, and a giant minotaur is on the loose. This is similar to the aliens that they ran into in the Curse of uh, Nymar. All right? So it's pretty cool. And closing time. Closing time, we go back to that same comedian. Remember that British comedian who's got his own talk show? Uh, the doctor runs into him again, and he's got a baby and he's got a wife and everything. But he's kind of left Roy and Amy on their own because he knows that he's going to have to face this astronaut and he's going to die. Uh, we also get a little uh, clip about what happened to Nick Courtney, who played the Brigadier, and he wanted to go see him one last time, but he passed away before the doctor could see him. So it's very, very, very sad. 
the so the Cybermen are at work again, and they are hiding in this department store. And anyone who goes to this hidden floor that's been hide by a cloaking device uh, gets turned into a Cyberman. So he almost gets turned into a Cyberman, but he rebels against their programming. It's pretty cool. Okay. And then the Wedding of Riversong. Wedding of Riversong. We find out all this big secrets about River and who she is, and she knows the doctor's name. And so she marries the doctor, more or less. And there's some bad guys to defeat uh, along the way. And then the Christmas special. Okay. How's this for a title? The doctor, the widow, and the wardrobe. The doctor finds a group of alien beings, these giant wooden creatures that have this ring, like a giant crown. So think Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe at Christmas uh, and aliens and giant robots too. So it's a pretty good uh, episode. Uh, I have a buddy of mine that's his favorite Christmas special. So uh, we will continue more with Matt Smith next time. And uh, if I have to interrupt Doctor Who, to, we're going to get towards the end of this. We'll finish up Matt Smith hopefully next week, and then we will go on with uh, Peter Capote, and then. Uh, uh, the the uh, girl doctor, of course. Now, she's got a new season, and it's uh, going to start on Halloween. I guess I'll include that somewhere along the way. In December, we'll do Christmas. Also, I want to know everybody's opinion. What did everybody think of that DC fandom? Did everybody love the Batman trailer? From what I've seen on the Internet, everybody loves it. I'm really excited. I want to go to the theater and see it. And... One of the brothers is taking a big risk now and going to release it only in theaters. So we'll see. What do you think of Patterson and the Batman? Let me know in the comments below. I'll let you see. I'll let you go, and I'll see you next time on another Anto Knows. <laughs>